Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Jenna. I'm Charles. I'm John. And I'm Robert. And um, Seth is still out sick. He's been sick for three weeks now. Oh, dear God. Seemingly. It's tragic. Actually, it's not his fault. We just kind of jumped forward in time two weeks, which is why we're wearing the same clothes as last episode. I said no, Bill. I said no. I know, but I I had to go there anyway. (laughs) And it seems appropriate jumping forward in time because we're going to talk about jumping forward in time now. Yes. Um, Both in theory and in film as appropriate. Mm -hmm. So when I think about jumping forward in time in in movies, of course, Interstellar comes right to mind being a current one, but also Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. Um, Goddamn dirty apes. Yes. (laughs) Can anybody think of any other shows where there was an example like that where they jumped forward? Well, Idiocracy, technically it wasn't time travel. He was just frozen, but to him, time Mm -hmm. changed. Buck Rogers or one of those guys. Same thing. In the 24th century. Buck Rogers froze, and then he was unfrozen in the 25th century. Yes. I mean, Wrath of Khan. (laughs) We got to go there. Right, right. (laughs) Same thing, suspended animation, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Still. It's time travel to them, though. Right. right. And, and I think that's the whole concept behind this. When you look at the, the scientific side mm-hmm. of, of potential fu- you know, time yeah. travel to the future, mm-hmm. you're looking at basically suspending yourself in some way, mm-hmm. whether it's traveling near the speed of light or, uh, as we talked about earlier, at a for event horizon of a black but hole. If, if you break down life to what it actually is, and it, it's not flattering, the life, all life on Earth is basically DNA trying to replicate itself. Well, so in terms of that, in like all the ones who are frozen and awoken up in the future, it's DNA time travel, which is all that's really important in terms of evolution. And I know that makes you feel unimportant, and it should. Hmm. But, yeah. But, no, no, H.C. Wells' Time Machine, not the movie, but the book, mm-hmm. right, that he goes forward. Oh, yes. In the movie as well. That's true. And, uh, yep. Yeah. And so, the, Yeah. But yeah, he yeah, violates so causality by being able to go back and warn people about the future. But yeah, so but we get to look forward to becoming either Elor or, or the Eloy or the Morlocks. Or Morlocks, Morlocks. Yeah. yeah, depending on what class you're in. Yeah. Right. But eventually, we're all going to be like little blobs with claws. And, and the, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But what, I mean, I, what? what can well, you, wasn't can that in the book? Isn't it? We really are like a crab people or amoebas. Well, they were people. Yeah. The Morlocks were—I don't know—weird underground, people, yeah, cave people, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that—but what didn't what start them was that they were a certain working class. Yes, it was a statement of class, in, right? In H.G. Wells, and book. and that's something that's you know, they're talking about now because of the advancements in health and science and uh, <coughs> longevity. Uh, you know, you're going to the people who can afford it are going to improve their genes. They're going to improve. The, the genes and the quality and the health of their their children, 
versus the people who can't, and what is that going to change over time? And here's, here's a question along that line is if you've got the money like that mm -hmm. and somebody develops a way where you can be suspended in, suspended animation for a period of time and come out in the future, would you do that? No, because you don't know what that future is going to look like. Absolutely. It's, you it's, would do it? I would want to see. I'd want to know. I, I have this, this urge to always know. Knowing that you can't come back because Absolutely. it's a one-way trip. Well, they had ideas like that in the 70s about cryogenically freezing yourself. Those people are, are beyond dead. They, <laughs> they actually, the, the freezing process expanded all the water in their body and actually just ripped their DNA apart. Sure. And it's like they will never come back. But it's like you don't know. It's like, like you get uh, safely frozen. And the next day, civilization ends. And... You just don't come back. You just they, well. That's it's a what, risk you take. Right? That's well, what yeah, happened in Forever Young. So yeah. that Mel Gibson movie, in that he was a test pilot. His best friend was a scientist, and this guy's well, uh, fiance wife went into a coma, and he could not emotionally cope. So he said, "You need a test subject for this cryotherapy. I'll be your test subject. Just wake me up when she wakes up." And unfortunately, there was a lab fire because this was a t secret government experiment, his friend dies in the fire trying to save him, and people just forget about him. He gets put into storage for, like, 50 years. Hmm. Why are you smiling at that, Charles? That's funny. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Tragic, like, yeah. Well, and, and uh, as a supplement to that question, if you were to freeze yourself, all right, for a period of time to be woken up later, what would be the optimal time that you'd want to be asleep? Well, I think it depends How on the situation. How long would you go? Would be 10 years be too long? Would the, I mean, look at the progression of change mm -hmm. and that change happens faster and faster all the time right. because computers get faster, you know, civilization gets faster, right? If we, if we went to sleep right now and woke up 10 years from now, we would all be obsolete and useless. Every piece of education we have well, would have absolutely no bearing on anything. Well, you could go far enough. Except maybe Jenna. It I depends guess how history many. is going to stay the same unless time travel backwards. She's going to be possible. missing a piece. Yeah. It depends how many people are going with you. Because you, you could go way ahead and you'd be a historian. Right. If, if society survives at all. But if, but if, if you, more than one person can go, then how many historians do you need? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't need it. If you're the only one, you'd be a, uh, you'd be an oddity. You'd be uh, an eccentricity. Unless unless you're because of some tragic whatever, you're like the last fertile human being. And you'd be kidnapped well, by that's, apes. That's a different status. And that though, I know? mean that that would be you know, yeah. and that's a very popular conspiracy theory too. Is that UFOs or time travelers from the future where humans have made terrible decisions. But uh, mm -hmm. I mean, but let's look at South Park. Again, another uh, show I would not have brought up in terms of time travel in my mind, but, <laughs> but where people from the future start traveling back in time to get jobs. jobs yeah. and <laughs> they took our germs. <laughs> and and, and uh, basically they had to figure out a way to, to stop the time travelers from taking over all the jobs. And what they did, I can't really explain on a show because Seth would lose it because we would definitely clear rating, our, clear, our clear rating. We got to protect yeah. that in his absence because uh, yeah, because it's very important to Seth. So <laughs> yeah. So well, what if you could? Uh, let's say you have saved up a lot of money. You decide you want to invest that money in mm -hmm. stock market, and then you want to freeze yourself for ten years and come out and see how those assets did. Well, if you used uh, Confederate dollars, they wouldn't be worth much. If you well, used, ten years. Uh, 
I mean, what banking system has lasted the longest? I mean, you'd have to like analyze. Well, all we're only that. talking ten years, right? Yeah, but it's like if, I mean, if the it, dollar will be around in ten years. It will, but it's like if you invested, and then the Great Depression happened, it's and then the they gamble. reset the economy, and your money's gone, then you don't have interest accruing, and you wake up with nothing. Right. So that's the risk you take. Yeah, right. but is it worth it? I mean, it's honestly, it's like, are you so disenchanted with the existence of right now that you would throw all those dice to see what it's like in the future and in a future where you actually can't get a job other than menial manual labor because your education means nothing now? So what if you felt that uh, everything's going to hell in a handbasket, that nuclear Armageddon, is going to happen. Nobody and can prevent it. Then do you wake up in a future? If you wake up in a future at all, you just saw you're, you? you're in a fallout. Uh, well, would you freeze yourself no. underground for? Oh, you vault boy. You're talking about yeah. the whole fallout 76. Or I just fallout realized that if you guys find a time machine, whether you decide to go into the future or into the past, John's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. no, only, only if... But, but I, I think, would you intentions, would you go back in time if you had a time machine? Um, I'd be more interested in going to the future. But if you, that's and not an bringing option. back that's, future that's, technology that's not, to my current that's time. That's not an option. You can go to the past or not. If I can go to the past. That's it. Why, why would I? All right, then you can live. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it right there. I believe you. You can live. <laughs> so... I, in the, you know, going back to kind of what Bill brought up, to survive something, you think the world is going to hell. That yeah. that's where because time ex travel to the future is actually feasible. Mm -hmm. If you create like a ship or something We're that can doing go it right now, can go to a location where there's such heavy gravity that time goes slower. You're d you could talk about someone or some organization creating a life raft of people like okay. There, there's an asteroid about to hit the Earth. Mm -hmm. uh, we know it's going to hit, and it's going to take however many hundreds of years for it to yeah. re to be habitable again. Habitable I, again. I think that's so more of some a people along forward the lines of the of the suspended animation, though, because really time. No. But you don't even need suspended animation no, to a degree. No, you just do it. Yeah, you if just you send can... somebody off. Mm -hmm. Yes, but you don't. Right, you don't need to free somebody. But honestly, as as people get. Because there's acceleration and uh, time compression have very similar effects, which is what frame dragging is all about in terms of uh, Einstein getting it right, that time travels faster the farther away you get from mass sources. And as you get close to the speed of light, time slows down. Literally, for what might take four years of your perceived time, thousands of years could have passed on Earth. Right. Which is another form of just suspended animation without putting anyone to sleep. It's like, it just... You are you from you your perspective. Yeah. You'd still be living your life. You would, and but, you would age. But from the outside perspective, you would be moving. You, you would be essentially stopped. frozen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but same thing, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But I, I I like it. But I do. You could it's like, but what you could be on this spaceship with a super binocular, looking at Earth. That's a weird MacGuffin you just invented. And then you're looking through the super binocular. Waiting for it, like... Waiting for it to become habitable. Like, there's something, there's... So, you people do go into cryostasis, let's say. They're often someplace waiting for Earth to... Because you have to then think, it's because we haven't found any place else that we could just send these people easily mm -hmm. to live. So, we have to go wait it out at a black hole and then come back. Because that's easier than going to another planet. 
Well, <laughs> but, but it's a matter of can you find the planet that, one, is sure. habitable, and two, doesn't have a bunch of microorganisms isn't, in the air that's going to cause us to melt from the inside out. Right. Isn't, isn't that kind of what, we, or xenomorphs what, what European powers did with America and Australia? It's kind of <laughs> the, they dumped their problems. Uh, in it. So we could, like, we could take criminals and accelerate them to the speed of light. See, that's, that's the premise of time tracks. It's another old show that I don't know that many I, people have heard I, of. I, I, I've, I've heard, heard of it. it. I don't remember. So I it's, all, it's it. all about a cop that goes back in time because a whole bunch of criminals made a deal to get sent back in time mm. to avoid mm. getting in trouble with the law. And he's hunting them down in the past. At the time, uh, it's like the 80s or whatever mm. here or 90s. Right. Um, but all the criminals go back and start new lives, some above board and mm-hmm. some still Not. criminals. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I could totally see someone who's an eccentric multi-billionaire and can get a hold of either cryostasis or technology to go to the black hole or whatever. Like, I hate everything now and people. I just, let's go roll the dice, do whatever, and come back in a couple hundred years to see what what the world is. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Because they don't see any point to right well, now. But if you really see the, the, uh, the, the dystopia as getting ready to crack, aren't you pretty much like having a very high percentage of that you won't come out at all? And it's like, are those dice worth rolling? Well, For some people, people, yeah. Like, I would rather just see what else is out there or what else, what else this could be in like 200, 300 years versus waiting it out because I just don't see it going anywhere I like now. Maybe so maybe the next one I'd like more. Maybe you'd come back in two or 300 years and we'd have warp drive, holodecks, Maybe you'd come back and figure out that all the people who had the means to travel into the future like that drained the planet of its intellectual power and that left the idiocracy to run and end up destroying <laughs> the entire planet, allowing Listen, the environmental collapse of all the systems. And I would think an argument could be made that even with all the intelligent people here, we still have an idiocracy that's running rampant. Well, yeah, that's because the intelligent allow it. It's like, But if you take them out of the picture... It's like you you you'll come back and find out people have been. It's like Gatorade is good for crops, because President Camacho <laughs> said so. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find a people that actually. Well, I mean, I I hate to say it, but you're right. It's like we got shows like uh, Florabama Shore on MTV. It's just pap for idiots. Uh, yeah, yeah so, I mean, we got that going on now, but and I think, and I think, even if you did have a lot of intellectual people still leave, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be new intellectuals but, born. But what stimuli will they have when they're just getting the 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 training the, from you know libraries? Yeah, TV's libraries. bound to get better. Who goes to libraries? It's like librarians, librarians, and homeless people who go there to poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty what? much all there. That's, that's, that's all there. It's like, what kind of libraries are you hanging out in, John? <laughs> Public libraries. <laughs> I'm just talking about. It's like, yeah, they don't do that as much at like the university libraries, but you know, <laughs> as, as much. much. Yes, uh, but you know, things happen. <laughs> things happen. It's a long way to the bathroom. But there's going to be. I can very well see us. There's a plague or something, and the elite get to jump ship for a while. Right. I mean, why not? 
Yeah. And well, and just right. because someone is intelligent, it doesn't mean that they can work with the group well because it kind of comes to a point when you're in a survival situation, you have to be able to work within a group for mutual mm. survival. And some people become prima donnas, especially the more intelligent they are. Mm -hmm. And they might do something uh, that because they can't collaborate with the group that it just destroys everyone. Like uh, Stargate, Stargate Universe comes to mind. Um, I hated that show. Where they were on that ship, yeah. right? And they dumb. had that super genius scientist that was, was everybody head, hated. Yeah. He was kind of a pain in the ass, keeping secrets to himself and couldn't get along with anyone. Yeah, he yeah. Was the Parker Posey of uh, <coughs> right. the universe. Right, yeah. You definitely wouldn't want to be on a spaceship where the passengers and crew were determined by the people who, who elect or pick out the people that are on Big Brother. No, I might have misspoke oh. in terms of intelligence. It's like the everything we do to determine intelligence is actually uh, it's assimilation, figuring out how well you fit into the society that you're actually in. Uh, the things we actually attribute to intelligence are cultural. Uh, if you teach your child language before they're 10, they will learn to speak without an accent, and it's easier for them to learn future languages. If you stimulate children when they're young, they are more uh, susceptible to accruing uh, habits, skills, and knowledge that we uh, ascribe to intelligence. But everyone seems to have, without you know any kind of profound brain damage, seems to have the same basic potential. Mm -hmm. So, but if that basic potential is not cultivated, like in an idiocracy sense, rather than teaching them a new language, you teach them. Uh, more about the Kardashians, then you've got a system that is going to breed ignorance. Mm -hmm. See? So I'm going to jump now. on board the John Galt ship. <laughs> <laughs> the John Galt ship? Oh. I, I don't I, get the reference. I don't That's Ayn Rand, right? Isn't it John Galt? Uh, Ayn Rand. Uh, dude. I never read her. Sorry. I, Ayn Rand is, is a. Yes, I know. A I know. A system of ignorance that just. Uh, I know, but hurts. nonetheless, nonetheless. The guy would okay. So the story, and and then uh, what I can't remember the name of the story now, but basically the elite start disappearing. Oh yeah. Right, and I it's because this guy, John Galt, who uh, has set up a city someplace with invisible walls or something, mm. and the the elite, the people that cause. I am not an elitist, by the way. I was just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would disappear. But uh, they, they go to this other place, this island, and they let the rest of society just crumble. Devolve. Well, to me, so the time travel, there could, be, there could be, a, that would be the elite. The, the elite get, would By time special travel. invite, you get to jump ship for a few thousand years. But you wouldn't be relevant unless... The economy somehow preserved itself in exactly the same manner. It's like well, yes, you you would because everybody else would die of their own ignorance. Well, or, <laughs> or, if you go for two, three hundred years, maybe you come back, and we've got augmented the big, the big augmented word. people. We're, we're right? semi we're semi the, integrated yes, into the big the AI that will be running you the use world. There is maybe. Well, sure. It's all maybe, and it's like, is it worth it? But, I mean, we're heading in that direction. Well, now. we're, we're heading in the way of, of cyber integration. <clears throat> we're mm -hmm. all going to be cyborgs pretty soon. But, right. I mean, then you come back and you don't have it. No, you know? but you come back and you get augmented with the current if tech at that time. So it doesn't matter. Do it. You're not the elite anymore is but what I'm saying. But it doesn't matter what you knew. You're not the elite now. 
No, they are the elite. <laughs> Them. You're not the elite now. <laughs> I think Robert but, had a thought. <laughs> well, to me, that uncertainty is no different than the uncertainty that we have every day. Yeah. You make a decision for any decision. You don't right. necessarily know the outcome. So what's the difference? Why, why is it such a bigger deal? Oh, dealing with the uncertainty of, of freezing yourself. As right. far as uncertainty goes, it's like I, I can see at least another yeah, few years where you my could, life is not so bad. You, you could know, be like, dead tomorrow. I could. There could be a nuclear war take you out tomorrow. But why roll the dice when, I mean. For fun. For the like lulls? Fun. For thrills. YOLO. You could come back. <laughs> you could come back and find out that the human race has become um, populating the solar system, and maybe space travel is a common thing, and and a lot of society's ills are eliminated. Or I could I have come so back and find President Comancho. True. Yeah. I have yeah. such intense curiosity, though. I'd want to know if yeah. I had the opportunity to to shift a hundred years forward in time. I'd mm -hmm. want to know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I, I would do it if I could come back. Not no, even, not I, even I, just I, to you know. can't come back. I know you can't, but it's like. The John, way it's looking, John is, wants to miss out on the socialist it's, nirvana it's, it's that not, is going to happen <laughs> now. I I wish that would happen, but unfortunately, it's actually looking like we don't have much of a run left to go. Right? So you, you don't know, believe you, in Gene Roddenberry's vision of the future? I don't believe we're going to live that long as a species. You don't? No, no. And I can make a fairly convincing case because of Reddit. No. <laughs> No. John John has to remind us at least once every podcast that the, everything is going to end. Right. Well, it's, I, I just need to curb your optimism just a little bit. <laughs> and it's like, uh, honestly, the, the, the data is pretty, pretty uh, solid in terms of that. So bearing that in mind, let's just say that that is uh, a, a significant possibility. Doesn't matter. Still want to know. All right. But, I mean, you don't get to know. You don't get to come out. I when, am going to say. If everything ends, you're not coming out of stasis. You're just going to die. It, dep it depends on how, how that method is set right. up. It could be programmed to automatically revive yeah. you or, after. Or I'm doing the event horizon thing, and I'm not actually in stasis. But in, yeah. pass right. in, control. in Passengers right. with uh, uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, they, good they, film. It was, but there was like the, the, the machine could wake, it, it could wake you up. It could not wake you up. You couldn't mm -hmm. go back in. There are special medical procedures involved in getting this all right. Um what if you couldn't bring yourself out? What if you actually had to have some kind of intelligent assistant to bring you out? And if that intelligent assistant... It can't be there, an AI? No. And that's part of the what if of sci-fi, which mm -hmm. is what we love. Yeah. I mean... But I have made another determination, though. Well, if something like God. that happens, John's not allowed to come with us because... I don't want to put up with I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't come Unfortunately, out. you wouldn't, you <laughs> wouldn't be able to. There yeah. would be no I, I told you so. I couldn't do that. Though, uh, it would, it, on some level and somewhere in the universe, I would be sad that I could not. Yeah, John, I, I mean, I you're saying we wouldn't come out, but let's be honest. If we have the technology to put ourselves in it, there's probably a good chance we're going to have the technology to think about the possible challenges and come out of it. I right. don't even know what that means. What what she's you... saying if you can build the technology to make it possible for you to do that, the technology is necessarily going to have a way for you to get out a of fail it. Fail safe. You, yeah. you should yeah. be able to pull that off. Right. If we're talking about a universe in which you can go and do this to be in cryotherapy or to go to an event horizon and then come back, there's probably going to be something about it. I mean, it's that what if. Yeah, some method of a Monday morning box. Yeah, yeah. and you're right. just ruining your own what if by saying, nah, it's just, well, even if I do go into it, it's so just I not going to be I don't it. think that's necessarily true, but let's say it is. 
Let's say it is, and you come back, and the the Earth is a nuclear wasteland. You've thrown away. Then you go back to the here. black hole. You don't get to go back to the black for hole. another four years. Why not? You well, get you a can, spaceship, but it's like it's true. What do you think is going to happen? I, I think I'm going to wait a thousand years till the Earth regenerates. It'll take longer than that. Whole new species, and then you're really yes. novel. And, uh, <laughs> well, if 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 all the nuclear weapons on Earth launch right now, it will render the Earth completely uninhabitable for a long, long time. I mean, talking about every every piece of life on the planet will die. Even the microbes four miles below my feet right now, everything dies. If we learn anything from Jurassic Park, life finds a way. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but let's say it did. Let's say the radiation goes away and life reemerges. It's not going to be anything that looks anything like what you're used to. It should be super fascinating to find out. Right. It would be. Right. It, it's, it's, the ex, it's the experience from, uh, uh, what was that recent uh, miniseries? Tell carrots enslave you, um, and then it's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the last last guy on Earth, basically he gets taken back to Earth to just witness the destruction and be part of it. Um, hmm. uh, children children Child, of Man. Childhood's End. Uh, chil- yeah, Childhood's End. That's it. Yeah, that's I don't a I've seen that it, one. It's a, it's a good book. Oh, really uh, yeah. And and they just did, did a miniseries. I think it's did on they Netflix. Do it, did they do it well? They did it very well. Because yeah. they did one a few, like about a decade ago. Oh, no. This, this is recent, new. and it was fantastic. Right, I'm going to yeah. check that out. Because, yeah. So here's an interesting one. Have, have you guys ever read Ben Bova's Orion series? No. Hmm. No. Okay. I, so wait. Okay, the, no, please tell yeah, me. Yeah, this is entirely about time travel. There's, I think, five books. Um, the initial idea is that Orion is moving backwards in time from event to event. Hmm. And His, the Orion, Orion is an individual? Is an individual, okay. yeah. So, and then Araman, who was the last of the Cro-Mag, is moving forward in time. Mm. And they're, they're destined to fight in all these major places, right? Huh. I have Or major that. times. I, I can't remember it, but I have read that. So it, it's a fantastic series. But one of the ideas is that the, our future selves have become so powerful through technology that they almost exist as beings of light. They fight their wars using clones. Huh. Mm. Which would make sense. Right. But the whole idea as you get through the series is clones that... people too. The people that they wiped are. out the Cro-Mag that were the first humans were clones, <laughs> sent back from the future. They were soldiers and such that, that were sent from the future to then fight the Cro-Mag, and that's why Aramon's moving forward going after them. Oh, so he's trying uh, to go to the future to take out the clones correct. or the people that Correct, and Orion's going back in time to stop them. Uh, yeah. That's but it, 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 it's a really kind of fascinating take on it to where we become our own origin. Huh. Huh. Does it have that River Song... Uh, 11th Doctor feel about uh, she's getting uh, the Cro-Mag is getting older and the Orion's getting younger so when they meet each other they sometimes like like the first time they meet Orion will know who he is but no no the Cro-Mag will know who he is but Orion will have no idea correct and then the next time as they're going further back uh, they start getting more and more memories about each other until they get to the end where the Cro-Mag has no idea who Orion is but Orion knows Right, because in that early day, they were still Cro-Mag. They were, uh, you know, enlightened species of of humanoid. Cro-Magnums were actually human. Yeah, Uh, it's like it's it's basically Cro-Magnums. It's it has to do with caves in France. Uh, But they were were yes, but in the in the context of the story, I did. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like an interesting story. Let's check that out. It's it's very. uh, 
No, it's yeah, a fun it's, take on time travel. Right, uh, Ben Boba does really good work. It's he, like he's like well, the most underrated sci-fi. author. He also did I that that of. trilogy, like in one book, uh, where Earth exiles all the scientists and and great minds to a like a space prison, and they turned it into a ship and fly away. <laughs> I missed that one. And then it jumps forward in time, forward in time to different. What's the name of that one? Do you remember? Um, I don't offhand. All right, well, um, think about that. Yeah. All right. But we were going to talk about time travel, I thought. We are talking about time travel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we seem to be having a... a we're talking about going forward in time. <clears throat> Last yeah. episode, we kind of well, dealt with backward in time. The rest of us are talking about going forward in time. John's, John's talking about staying, staying right here. where he is <laughs> <laughs> with his old, old I, values. I, he's going to wish us well as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I, I would, but it's, like, it's, it's a simple matter of, of do you roll those dice? And, but so. I think... It goes back to what makes time tra- time travel attractive as a genre, because um, you either have people who want to go in the past and and change something to make a better present because they don't mm-hmm. like what it is, or you have people who've given up on the present, like I just want to go see the cool things of the future mm-hmm. and hope that something is better than what it seems like everything is going to be. Both now. of those kinds of people are terrible. They're absolutely. Would awful. your calculation change if you had some sort of terminal illness? that you thought maybe could be cured in the future? Would well, you... that's actually why a lot of people in the 70s yeah. froze themselves. I know. So like... I'm asking you, if the technology was sound and you knew you could be woken up or you could... If I literally had you know, no other choice, if I, if I had a terminal illness, I would. I would. Why yeah. not? Right. Why not? It's like, it's like, really honestly, it's not me giving up like possible 20 or 30 years. It's me giving up like painful six months, mm-hmm. or possibly being cured. So either way, I win. Because we already I, I know skip the pain, or or I actually get cured. We already know you'd be willing to go to San Junipero. Hmm. Yeah, why not? Wouldn't you? If I were gonna die. Yeah, I mean, not not like now, but I mean, it might be fun to slip in there once in a while and live a. I'd virtual slip in there existence. and play around for a while. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, do you, you don't want to live forever? Not in a machine. I do. I'll do it. Besides, actually, it wouldn't matter because whatever engrams got impressed upon the machine in terms of that new virtual reality that you lived while you're dead, you would still die. Until that right. hard drive de- you know, degrades yeah. or they don't update the but technology and you get a virus. That's the, pro- <laughs> that's the problem for the virtual copy. I am copy. God here. <laughs> that's the problem for the virtual copy of me, not mine. I'm going to die. My, my, right. my biological function, which is where my consciousness is kept, is going to go away. John's like, sounds like a problem for a future digital John. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, I, it is. And I, I would sure love to now help would, digital John. But would future like, digital John jump in a future digital spaceship and go orbit around a black hole so that the simulation could advance several see, hundred years and then come back and digi- see what it's future like? Future digital John could very well be immortal, and I'm not. So there's different decisions to be made. For, for digital John and John. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, maybe <clears throat> with all the time in the universe to play with, maybe I would do all the things. Maybe, that you know, it would free up for me. And if, like, if, I, if tomorrow I could be immortal, the entire course of my life is, would change immensely. Mm-hmm. Would you want to be immortal? Yeah. Would anybody want to be immortal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm checking all the boxes. <laughs> you want to be immortal? He wants to experience all the things. So you uh-huh. want to be immortal and not immortal? 
don't, no, I, no, all no. The, all the boxes. This is a yes all, or no question. You're saying I want to check all, them both. <laughs> all like, the boxes that did not come out of your mouth. So he wants to be, <laughs> he wants to be Duncan McLeod. Yeah, I'm oh, okay with it. Wants, oh, yeah, like, because Duncan, there's a way Ma- out. Duncan McLeod was so happy with his immortal existence. Yeah. Well, well, he never I, did go get over his Scottish wife. So he seemed, And that's something you'd have to carry with you. All the tragedies that you did yeah. as an immortal person, you, you couldn't get mm-hmm. rid of them. Even as a digital person. Although they are or doing as a some, mortal person, you still they, have, you can't are stuck with your They're doing person. some chemical therapies now that can erase portions of memory. And, right, and the, it, you have to ask if there's a bad decision you made. Do you want it removed? I mean, is it something like Duncan McLeod spent like hundreds of years sad about his wife's death? Would you think that maybe he'd want to have that removed if he could? And not just that, he had to watch people he cared for, had relationships with, die yeah. continually. Mm-hmm. So, and and you would too. But he always mm-hmm. has Amanda, so you know it's. it's <laughs> well, you wouldn't in San Junipero. True. We're talking about in in the machine. Immortality, right? But it seemed in San Junipero, every day was the same. What it was I, like the next day was just another day at the quagmire. What's interesting is that it seems like with a lot of these stories and, and genres that we've softened it to have a happy ending in mm-hmm. any case. And time travel has been actually a subject in a lot of cultures, you know, mm-hmm. for years. Like, so the whole getting back to... Time travel exists in a lot of Irish folklore about the Fae. And a lot of times you hear about children being stolen or doing something yeah. terrible. Native American mythology and, is that a And lot they too. get held in, in these alternate dimensions for like what seems to them be only a couple of days, maybe a year. And then they get sent back because they did this terrible thing. There's Ooh. no happy ending. There is a they age 60 years or however many years they were gone in an instant once they step back foot into their own reality. There's no happy ending. There's just this horrible time travel lesson of when we're out celebrating the Fae and giving them their offerings, you don't take that. You honor the things and the traditions that we have because if you don't, like there, yeah. there's going to be a terrible result that you cannot come back from. And, you know, with time travel, trying talking about making things better and things like that, it's a soft, warm, fuzzy, happy subject, generally more often than not, versus these terrible consequences mm-hmm. that cannot be undone. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, should, should you explain what San Junipero is? Yeah, well, for anyone that uh, hasn't listened to the previous, ep- previous episode, Which we talked about that. you should go back that. and do. You should. Yes, you should. Uh, we talked about that. Um, it was an um, episode of Black Mirror, and um, it dealt with um, people that were um, elderly towards the end of their lives. <clears throat> they had the option of uploading their consciousness into a virtual world. And um, the last, I don't know, year or so of their life, they could get, uh, what was it, I don't know, five, five hours a week. They could go into the San Junipero and try it out. And then decide if at the end of their life they wanted to be uploaded permanently to that virtual world. And it was indistinguishable from the real world once you were in it. Um, And um, there were different times that you could go to, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s or whatever. And uh, they didn't really explain how you decided. It wasn't clear to me when you went in if you had to pick ahead of time oh yeah send me to the 2000s this time and i'm and then i'm stuck but there it's basically a computer version <clears throat> of paradise that you get downloaded into at the end right mm-hmm. that goes right. on forever and ever right yep 
That's a good way of putting it. So, yeah, Which, so it was an interesting show. So, and Which is then what the future is going to be like, John. And, and then you well, had the option of it, removing yourself even from if it. If it is, I, I if you won't got tired be in of it, it. neither will you. you Maybe copies of you will be in it, but it, you know your consciousness is going to be situated in your brain, stuck in the biochemical electric matrix that is your cranium. You or my brain could be implanted into some sort of android. But your brain is an organic yeah. thing, and it de it decomposes over time. It's, mm -hmm. It degenerates. Not it, saying we haven't solved that problem in thirty, forty years. How? Somebody's gonna come back, nab me, and <laughs> load me into the maybe they've got computer. Maybe they've got nanites that they inject into your blood, and those nanites go in and repair the faulty That's neurons same. and dendrites that have aged out in your brain. Maybe so. Maybe maybe that'd be cool. That would. But be. could you keep that structure alive forever? I mean, possibly. Well, we're gonna give it a. Gonna try. Good old college try there, John. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna listen to you. He who well, won't drive in his own bridges. Okay, so so here's here's a thought. Let's take that to the next step. All right. So he said, John said, how long could you do that? Well, let's suppose that these nanites can go on repairing and rebuilding your brain forever. And maybe as they're doing that, they rebuild it with components that last longer but function exactly like dendrites and neurons. Mm -hmm. And they replace them a piece at a time so that None of your memories are lost. Mm -hmm. Your cognitive abilities remain intact. So and essentially, your brain could live forever. Slow process of cyborgization. Yes. And then yeah. you, you're just, at some point, you're not but biological anymore. You're that's not biological, but it's still you. Yeah, it is, actually. That is the yeah, transhumanist That's the transhumanist dream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, vision of the future. Yeah. So that would still be you, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it would be no different than you going in today and getting a hip replacement mm -hmm. or whatever, Absolutely. right? You're slowly, over time, biologically replaced a small micro component at a time so that yeah. the essential you remains. Get on that. Yeah, stop playing stop. around would with... Would you want that? Stop playing around Absolutely. with room, room cards and start doing Because then this. when, when no, you decide like... you're done, you can choose... To stop at that point. Could Anyone you? Anyone can always, because without you, technology, like, choose to like, decide they're would you like to Well, be that's you what I'm saying. So, so, so it's not like you, you, you are forced then into immortality. You can then live as long as you want. Could you? Because today, it's against the law to commit suicide. Depends on the state. It's, that's one well, of those true. Weird, it's only against the law. Okay, move to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have to, yeah, you have to live forever you, on the West Coast. You mess it up. Yeah, you only get in right. trouble if you fail. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. But so there's that thing. So he, so, but that does. If if you were totally replaced, would modern society and the laws hold you to the same biological... That is an interesting question. Would you be you? Would you legally have the rights that you had as a biological person? Would all of your, your life savings, would all the people you know, would you be legally you? And I don't I think, think you, you would. would I, because I think this is where the law would have to have a precedent set because right now... Okay, uh, but let's say one of the conditions lawsuit, of yeah. humanity is that you die. And it's actually, that was done, dealt with well in Bicentennial, Bicentennial Man. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where right. it's like they had to determine whether or not he was human. And it's like if you went the other way, he was a robot that turned himself into a human. Yes. If you're a human that turned yourself into a cyborg, are you you? And that is not, you're saying yes, but it's like legally there is no such thing as yes. Because the law is so good with keeping up with technology as it is. It right. is, but it's like, right. it's like it takes time to set precedent. It's like, 
Is uh, texting and driving wrong? Of course it is. Was but, it illegal for a long time? No. But at what point, then? What, you need precedent. <clears throat> you need to actually determine what, because this would make us redefine what human is. We, and, and you can't just say that you're human. You don't get to make that decision. It's something society does, not you. And society would take But if it you takes start time. out human yeah. and you start through this process and it's a gradual process that takes five years, maybe am, ten years. Am I human? Am I human? Yes. I, I'm just going to say well, yes. Yeah. I'm human. Yeah, okay. Uh, if I die ten years from now, if you kept my body in the same place, it would just be a collection of like, like organic remains. Right. In whatever condition, is that human? See, it's like, what is See, human? Human, human remains. Human. human remains. Yes, but what what changed in my status? What changed well, in the status? Well, you're not alive. Well, then that's, um, are you alive? If you're if you're a cyborg, are you technically alive? Is your heart beating? Is your uh, blood flowing? Is any yeah, of the things that we attribute to life? And some could argue that just the fact that there are there is a human consciousness that with electricity neurons firing that create the thoughts that create the self awareness that's what's human. Yeah, we're the product yes. of our brain, not our other parts. But you're, yeah. your brain so it's like is, saying somebody with a pacemaker is yeah, not human. Your brains, and that's right. actually an argument. Uh, but it's like you you don't have your brain anymore. It's been replaced by some cyber uh, construction from the nanites. And it's like... But you still have the product of that brain right. and the sum of your Do thoughts you? and some of your experiences. Can a, can a cybernetic brain experience life the same as a human brain? I'm not I would saying, say yes. See, and it doesn't matter what you say. It's not up to you. It's up to society. And society decides. And it's like it takes precedent. It takes time to determine. And at first, they probably say no. But I don't think so because I think so many people would be doing it. I think and especially it would be the upper classes that, that could start. afford well, it. it and be. they would sway the politics to exactly. say, yes, I am they, human. And they would. And, and that's, that's how it would and go. And that's society. Yeah. That's yeah. society determining, not you. It's like it's not up to individuals. It, it, if you have a lot of money, you have a lot more say. But yeah. it has to. Well, that's, that's to the point because sometimes you think that it would be only fun to time travel into the future if there's still a society there. Mm -hmm. And then at other times you think not. Right. Maybe, You'd maybe rather time asteroid. travel with restart society. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But generally, generally time travel, I think all the, all the temptations of time travel are societal hmm. for most of us. Right. It's not to see uh, the earth fall into the sun or something fun like that. <laughs> <laughs> or is. maybe I want to go back and get a pet dinosaur. You don't tell me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the restaurant at the end of the universe is that. I but it doesn't, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be human society either. We just you want something. You want an interaction with most Other of people. us. With I welcome our robot overlords. Consciousness. <laughs> yeah. We're the squirrels or whatever. Squirrels. Or maybe you want to see did Neanderthals have a how much did they evolve? Like because we find their craftsmanship, we understand that they had language so yeah, like why, why did somebody take them out yeah well actually they might not have we might have actually interbred with them out of existence but the, what what we can tell they might have been against time travel well, <laughs> they were not they didn't have the spark they were not as creative they, they do seem to after they encountered humans we start seeing that they started doing cave paintings which mm. means they, they saw us do it just like coco the so gorilla they mimicked the coco the gorilla well it's, it's different than mimic Mm. Uh, Coco the gorilla was taught sign language. G gorillas have a gestural system. She could actually make her own signs. She was very, very intelligent. But gorillas never developed a complex sign language like that. When Neanderthals ran to us, 
they started doing K-Pain. They saw what we were doing, and they saw it within themselves, but they didn't have that spark. Hmm. Um, Neanderthals actually had a bigger brain than ours. It's like uh, humans are about 1,350 cubic centimeters, while Neanderthals were about 1,700 cubic centimeters. They had more brain, but did that brain work the same way? Uh, almost certainly not. Hmm. But why are we alive and they're not? Uh, the spark, our symbology, uh, our ability to do all these things. Um, why? I'd, no, but I'd love to go back and like somehow talk to a Neanderthal to see. And query him. What kind of reality is reality for a Neanderthal? Yeah. You know, and then, then there's Homo erectus, who had a 1,000 cc brain case compared to our 1,350. And they didn't bury their dead. We've never found a burial for an erectus, which means... They didn't really have a concept of an afterlife, which is very critical and to humans. Unless mm -hmm. they put them in the trees. Uh, that would have been a pain <laughs> in the ass. But but it's done. There have been cultures who bury their dead in trees. Hmm. But yes, but not all of them. No. And Erectus was around for a million years. They were very successful for a, uh, a human, a homo, a, a species of the homo genus, uh, and we've never found any burials. Um, it appears they just took their stuff. Unless they didn't have a philosophical point to it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> they yeah, just I'm died. Not, yes, but <laughs> hey, I'm not I went as well, or it was every, cannibalistic. Well, every mm -hmm. single well, no, cannibalism is a negative survival factor because of this pathogens issue. But um, but was it for Homo erectus? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, they would still all see. You don't need human flesh because it has the same pathogens. It's like everything might, that you're susceptible to is possible. They in might every have just had body, a different so. sense of smell, and it's that simple. Uh. I'm just going to say no <laughs> and, and move on from whatever that was. But <laughs> Well, I, shut up. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not so sure burials. Over a, a million years, yeah. intelligence. At, at some point you'd think that they would show signs that they, they thought that there might be an afterlife. Because Neanderthal did. Humans do. Humans have always done that. Uh, they didn't have a concept. Well, maybe they death, maybe their concept of an afterlife was different. Maybe they they saw the body as just a, an empty husk that's, that's, well, and of no value because the essence that, had moved on. You're assuming that Erectus had uh, the ability to analytically think at a level higher than us, which is improbable due to their much smaller brains. But unless it go back to language thing, uh, their reality did not allow for an afterlife. It's just it was what and it was. That, that is thing exactly is gone. why I'd like to go back and talk to Erectus. <laughs> it's, it's to see if that reality. It's it's the arrival thing again. If 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 they've structured their reality in such a way as it's built into not only their language but how they perceive the world, I would love to see that. So considering how long our last question always goes, I guess that's your answer, John. That if you had to go either back in time and see a particular point, what would it be? And would you change anything? Oh, no. I mean, because I don't want to write myself out of existence. I, I like it. One of the only things I really do is exist, and I like doing that. <laughs> so it's like I, I, I would be, uh, unless it's one of those deals where it starts its own timeline and any changes I make don't matter. That's yeah. fair. I can almost see John's dating profile right now. Hi, I'm John Powers. I exist. <laughs> and nothing else I, matters. Nothing <laughs> else matters. <laughs> right? Okay. Other, other things matter. It's, it's, it's like, like Star Trek matters. Well, there it's you go. Star Wars matters. All these things matter. And if, you know, if I went back in time and I made one mistake in 1975, I could erase Star Wars. And it's like... <laughs> 
Because I mean, it was a, it was. I mean, the, the, the them stu- carrying the film or, and just like, well, no, the, gets studio, caught or, the studio wasn't very pleased with the whole concept. They thought it was going to fail. So at any point along the way, something I don't even know what I would do. But if I did it, I okay, would destroy but, Star Wars. Okay, but like, consider this: you could also go back and destroy Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Well, well if I get an opportunity, <laughs> I, I'm going to go back and make Star Wars a little less elitist and a little more inclusive. Mm. What do you mean? In what way? Everyone can be Jedi's. Yeah. Or, well, or poor people in general. If I start with George R. Binks, though, I have to get rid of the Ewoks. And somehow... You don't have end, to. Yeah, you you do. don't touch my murder bears. Murder bears are... <laughs> you saw the disintegration Yum, no. of, the, of, the, of George Lucas's vision when these little tiny murder bears came out and, and defeated the Empire. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like these little like, rock-slinging, club-banging murder bears beat the Empire. And right. it's like... It's like, yeah. Well, the, their walkers didn't take into account logs swinging into them from well, treetops. It took so, 20 years for people to start thinking about where did they get Leah's clothes? You know, so, it's like a long time. Robert, what about you? Going to the past and what point or going to the future? So uh, aside from, yeah, absolutely going to the future to, to just see what happens maybe mm-hmm. 100 or 200 years. But we keep thinking of this in, in terms of Earth and our society. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be to go to Mars, go back in time, Ooh. hundreds of millions of years to when it may have sustained life, right. and see what that looks like and what form it took? Oh, or better that's yet, a cool one. go back and spit in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And start the whole biology. Until see, they lose their atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then or, wait for scientists to find evidence of your saliva. Family, right. family guy kind of went into that. Or so. kill Mars Hitler. <laughs> Mars Hitler. <laughs> I, but, I Why mean, not? think about that concept of, of looking right. at, at other <clears throat> parts of the universe. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we're seeing stars now that are long dead because yes. of the, the speed of light. Sure. If we have that technology, we could do it from any point, right? We can that travel somewhere else and do it. Well, yeah. that's a different kind of technology, but yeah, I mean, that's I like that thought. What about you? Oh, and there's there's a dangerous part of, of going backward in time, is what if you're not geocentrically isolated? What if if yeah. I go back? Earth and, moves. If I went back in time uh, thirty seconds and I was not fixed to Earth, well, I'd I'd be in a vacuum, <laughs> freezing to death <laughs> right now. So you know, if time travel well, you need is You'd need a machine that was like a like the TARDIS. But no, from so the TARDIS Who. is a is a is a is a MacGuffin. Well, sure. It's, but it's like in reality, it, if if time is isolated to particular points in space, and like I take it, I travel from this point back in time, and I'm locked in this point of space. For most of this point in space in space existence, it is uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. So. Which is why you'd almost need a ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need to go back in a ship that could then navigate around. Yeah, right, and 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 fix your points to something that you're not going to show up in the middle of a planet. Well, and that's also why there's there's some physicists and such that that contend you need to have the time machine first, and then you can go back and forth between the time machine, but you can't have which is primer. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. primer boxes. You can't you can't go prior to time machine, and and I think it's because you need that fixed. You, you would need Point. that quantum entanglement between you and the future has to be invented first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. but uh, as much as any of this is there, makes sense, right? Like, what, yeah. don't? Well, to answer Jenna's question, I would prefer to go forward in time if I had the option because mm-hmm. I, 
I'm more about the future. I want to see the future technology, what fabulous new inventions there's going to be. Will we have hover cars, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, will we have um, transporter technology? Uh, unlikely, but, you know, stuff like that. So um, if I... It, if I were to go back in time, I think it'd mostly just be to fuck with people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, move. Oh, John set his wallet over here. I'm going to set it over there, kind of a thing. Or you know. So you're the one that's doing that. Yes, right. Very plastic skeletons. Like yes, right. Way back before they should exist. <laughs> yes, right. A right. cell phone in the Stone Age. Oh, right. so you'd be the the guy who did the ooh parts thing, which is like uh, ooh parts are like objects that are found out of the context of time. Like people say oh. they find cell phones that are thousands of years old or a screw that's half a billion years old. Mm. And it's like, huh. it, it's basically it, people mess up the, the chronological dating in terms mm -hmm. of how they do this. But it's like, you'd be that guy. You'd yeah. Be, you'd be the guy. That, <laughs> right. that, I'd go back and get in an old tin type yeah. photo and I'd be on my cell phone or. He'd be on the, the deck of the Titanic going like this. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's what I was just thinking of. Yeah, right. <laughs> that time traveler just needs to stop. They don't even, like, Yeah, they're getting cocky anymore. now. Right? <laughs> All right, Jenna, what about you? So, you know, it's funny. I don't have as much. It would be cool to see the future, but I'd be more interested, I think, in going to the past. Well, and, you're a historian, right? So Right, but... I don't want to interact with it because I don't want to screw up the timelines of anything. So if I could just go back and observe, I, I want to see some dinosaurs. I want to just go spend a day hovering in a sphere that nothing can interact with me and just watch and hear and experience like what it would be like to what was life on Earth doing? How did these animals sound? How did they interact? Mm -hmm. Like just it would be amazing. It would. I, I agree. I'd, I would like to see that, too. Yeah, if you could go back in obser observation only mode. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd, that'd be, be cool. and that's kind of a safe one because really, honestly, any interaction you had, unless you taught them how to make technology, would be uh, ended by the asteroid strike sixty-five million years ago. So it's true. You can play with them, I guess. It's like you got to be careful about the mammals, though. They're, they're little tiny mammals. But you can't, you in theory, play with them because you don't know what microorganisms they have and what microorganisms you have and viruses. Like, who knows what kind of craziness. I'd totally come home with a pet dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Something little like Ducky. Yeah, you, 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 you'd bring, you'd time, bring home you? the one that was needed. To, yeah, to right. ensure your own existence. The, the, one, that, the <laughs> one that evolves into a bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. you come back, there's no birds. Yeah, yeah. That'd be sad. That would be sad. Yeah. Right. But, you Did know, we... the safer bet would be to just send back, like, a video camera. Mm -hmm. A probe. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, that would be what you do first if you... Sure. Had Test the... it out. Well... Yeah, that's that. We never did get into that. For entertainment purposes, yeah. We, or, we... or a cat. I mean, if you could, if you could fix like what's wrong with cats? Well, because uh, if you could fix that location where, where those historical figures that you'd be interested in what really happened, just just sent back like the, a nano probe. Yeah, yeah. Because we keep that's something we haven't touched on. You have all this technology to build time travel, but no one's going to build a probe to just see what happens first. Right. To go into right. the time travel. Right. Well, yeah, it's right. like it's like uh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> you don't know if there's air. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? You don't know. Is Seems there all right. air? Yeah. <laughs> Seems all right. Yeah, and, it's like, Seems see, and it did, but it might not have been. Right, it's that's like why you need air. Monk. Uh. That's, that's, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I agree, pros. But it's like, I mean, you can't send like a, a, a pro back to like film Napoleon. Why not? I, no, you've seen Napoleon well, no. on like this on the camera lens. No, no, Unless no. it's a nano that right. looks like a fly. Exactly. Yeah, it's a nano Exactly. If, if, Bingo. All right, if we get it that good. Create yeah, a yeah. literal butterfly effect. Your probe creates a, a hurricane on the other side of the, the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your probes, yeah. The minute air that right. it disturbs somehow changes the future. And You're checking out like the, the signing of the Constitution and take out Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Whoops. So, yeah, somehow that probe, Hitler won. You know, it's like, what a great day yeah, like, <laughs> for everybody. To be in Pompeii, like, the day before it happens, because none of the, I mean. Really, yeah, literally, yeah. they're, they're going to be written out of history. All right. Of so, mm-hmm. except maybe that one traitor who sails off right before that sees your probe and then changes history. Mm, yeah, that's always, it's always a critical factor. It is, it is. Or you I, just send back a, 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 an art book to Hitler as a kid and just. I think there's changing history worries. Just I'd send back the speeches by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you don't think so? Because it'll be an alternate timeline. <laughs> be right. Fine. Be Teaching fine. him about inequality is like right. very important. But I mean, what well, Charles? Yeah. Oh, forward or backward? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it would depend on the day. I'm creating a multiverse doing both. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you are a study of indeterminacy. You, you, you go either way in terms I, of. I'm, it would, yeah, I think it would probably depend on. That's going to be a mood thing. It'd think of random. think of the advancement I, I, you could do for humanity if you could go forward in time and bring back that technology to yeah, now. But he's over forty, so you know he's incapable as an engineer of actually figuring it out. So yeah, <laughs> it's sad. I'm sorry, it's sad. But no, I, hey, I'm where, not. Where yeah. do you fall on the scale of indeterminacy today, right now? If you had a choice, where would you go, future or past? <laughs> if there's a choice, there's a lot made, of temptation for the future, but uh, I you go forward to 2020. Figure out who's going to win <laughs> the election, yeah. right? And then well, decide and then, on cryostasis after that. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I don't know. I could, like I said, it would just depend. The past sounds like fun too. So, well, I mean, right now, where would you like to go if you had a choice right now? Oh, someplace where there's optimists about time travel. So you want to go to an alternate <laughs> dimension? Is what you're saying? <laughs> so okay. what if so it's that has land. To be the future, right? So what if Atlantis... go hang out with H.G. Wells for a while. Atlantis did exist, and they zapped themselves to the future. That's why they disappeared. They didn't go beneath the wave. Atlantis zapped themselves to the future because they were like, eh, this all kind of sucks. We'd rather see what happens. Careful. This is how you get to become queen of the mystics. It's like, it's, it's... more intense conspiracy theories have been formed for less than what you just said. <laughs> so it's like, if you want, want to find your, your, like your, your picture on the back of a book cover describing Atlantis in the future, then Considering how thin the premise for Atlantis is to begin with, a couple little, little bits from Plato. Thin premises don't bother. It's right. like, um, I mean, there's alien conspiracies. And with now there's no like a whole genre on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. All it took was some dude just like, what if? Yeah, oh, you mean Atlantis? a moral story. Yeah, Atlantis, Atlantis yeah. was Plato talking about Athens and yeah. its moral decay, and he he couldn't do that. Athens would have punished him had he actually mentioned Athens. So he right. made up Atlantis and talked about that. Yes, and, it's and, like, and now it's it's made some great fiction. It has. Yeah, it has. It has. It's, and it's like Aquaman's a really good movie. I'm, I, it's like I haven't seen it yet. Of course not. You haven't seen. Have you seen like what one MCU movie? No, I've seen quite a few of them. Like what? I've seen all the Iron Man. Okay. Um... So three. 
No, I've seen others. Mm, well, it's not a contest. Name a superhero. Batman? Yes. We're going to talk about Dr. Strange. Yeah, I've, seen Doc, guy. I've seen Batman's Dr. Strange. Not MCU. Nan, 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 I've nan, seen Dr. Strange. Okay. Um, um, I would figure Aquaman you would. Aquaman isn't you're MCU the, either, is he? Being what? the Time Lord. Aquaman, no, that's yeah. DC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is that's another, why I'm confused. That is another good reason to go into the future because then you only have to watch. The, I mean, the good movies will have been recorded for you. You, know? Ooh, dude, you, you don't have to do bad do you, movies. Do you remember right. the in, in uh, Infinity War, uh, Doctor Strange used the time crystal. Yes, to see to every act- possible outcome. Millions, millions, and it's like, would you like to do that? See, now that would be fun. That mm-hmm. I would love to see all possible uh, future realities play out. That would be entertaining as Could hell. Could you contain that within your brain? I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like... I don't know, but I'd like to try. <laughs> I'd like the Harry Potter style time turner. Yeah. And really just play with time all the time. You mean the Hermione mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. That yeah. yeah. Speed it up, slow it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although they never did get to the point, was Hermione still aging as she was using it? So she was basically stretching out time for herself to take more classes and do more work. So was she, in essence, by the end of that semester, like six months older than the rest of her friends? I would oh, think yeah. so. And, and the irony, of course, is that Dumbledore could have fixed everything. Instead, he just gave it to a student. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore's a terrible, terrible Yeah, he's teacher. horrible. It's like, yeah, it's like, hey, Harry. I, you you I guys messed neat, everything but... up, but it was cool. 50 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> 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 and on that point, uh, are we going to end on 50 points to Gryffindor? Or? I think we should. I think we should. And Jenna, do you want to tell the audience uh, oh, where to well. find us? Should we insert Seth again? Yes. Like, I, I, Although, I, according I feel... to you all, I'm his female counterpart. Right. That's... That's going to give him a good laugh when he hears that. <laughs> so I guess uh, check us out. Uh, YouTube, like, subscribe. Uh, we're also on many other platforms. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube. So definitely uh, subscribe so we know someone's listening. Uh, you, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Yep. Exactly. So just like, subscribe, talk. comment, yeah, insult. Yeah, we need the comments. Hey, yeah, leave the comments. We want comments. We want comments. We want, we want bad ideas. comments. We want good comments. We want feedback. Exactly. Anything you want to say, please. Well, and for anything. both remaining Google Plus users. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I keep getting, uh, I've, I've gotten like 20 emails in the last week from Google saying your Google Plus account's going away. We're, like, we're shutting I have it a down. Google Plus account? I'm like. <laughs> what? Yeah, so, I think I'm, yeah. think I'm okay with that. We're in a lot of places. Check us out uh, because we do this for you and not just ourselves, I swear. It's to hear yeah. and get good conversation and maybe learn new things or you'll see a new movie that you never thought to even try before. Right. Like Primer. Try Primer. Yeah. yeah. Or tell us something that we missed that you think is a great And thanks to Robert for joining us. We're 10 Glad minutes into our uh, exit sequence now. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. which is why I started early. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank you all for joining again, and we'll see you next time. We'll have another fascinating discussion um, on something. Something. Sci-fi to be related. determined. Oh, you're, not, you're not going to build the anticipation this time? Well, there could be a field well, trip involved. Actually, yeah, I do believe that we, we are a good planning a field trip to somewhere to yeah. Lyons, Nebraska. But, oh, no, no, before that. Yeah. Oh, well, before that, we're going to Sparta Games. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, right? Yes. So. Oh. And then we're also going up right to Lyons to Cosmic mm-hmm. Film Studios um, sometime in March. I believe. So that we have a lot going on. Yeah. Don't we have a, isn't that when uh, PlanetCon is too? Is March Yeah, 30th, the end of March. The last week of March. We're busy in March. We are busy. Yes. It's going to be a busy. Yeah. So you want to stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned. It's going to be right. some March madness. We're doing some stuff from PlanetCon, aren't we? 
Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we, right. got, we got shit going we're on. Mad, we're stuffed, and it just blew our clear rating. So sorry. <laughs> Evil Sean's going to be mad at you. Yes. All right, well, thank you all. See yeah. you next time. You. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.